Ayin Tess, I'm with Bayes, about 18 lines up at the new Mishnah. We're going to have uh, four cases in the Mishnah. We'll number them one, two, three, four. Case number one. Misha Yatsa, Huvi Isha, Medina Sayam. You have a husband and wife. We know they're married. And they go overseas for who knows how long. Kama. And then at some point he returns. Ubahu, Ve'ishtai, him and his wife. Ubanav. And uh, now there's children. Va'amar, and he claims, quote, Isha shiatsas imi, lemedina seyam, harehizu, that woman that I left with, well, this is her. Ve'elu baneha, and these are her children. Ein sarach laviraya, there is no need for this person to bring any sort of proof uh, on the uh, genealogical fitness or the yichus of the Isha. And for that matter, also, uh, no need alha banim. Now, we're going to see in the Gemara, the Gemara's going to say they're little kids and they're hovering around their mother, but that's the first din, uh, period. Number two, case number two, let's say he comes back and he says, uh, quote, Mesa, that woman that I left with, well, she actually died, Ve'elu Baneha, and um, these are her children. Well, he would have to mevi raya alha banim, he'd have to bring a proof uh, for the children, some sort of uh, raya that they're from that life, that wife that he left with. He does not, though, have to bring another proof for the uh, wife um, because we already checked her when they lived in town a while ago, and uh, she's fine. Double period. Case number three. Let's say he says like this. He left, he was single. He comes back, and he says, uh, quote, Isha nasasi siyam end quote. Um, well, I uh, married a woman overseas. Uh, this is her, and these are her children. Well, we don't know who the woman is, so he'd have to bring some sort of uh, proof that she's A-OK, maybe Raya Al-Ha-Isha, for uh, the woman. The ain't Sarch Raya Al-Ha-Banim, but once again, to bring for the children would not be necessary. Um, they're little kids, and they are hanging out with the mother, so it's pretty clear that she's their mother. And finally, period, case number four, Let's say he says Mesa ve'elu baneha. That um, actually he um, he 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 married, um, uh, and she died. Uh, and these are her children. Since we don't know who the woman is, he claims he married a woman over there. He'd have to bring a, a proof for the woman, and also that these are uh, her children. Amar all the cases where we say uh, in the Mishnah that no proof has to be brought for the children is where they're basically uh, hovering around the mother, which is the way of kids to hover around their mother. That could, nothing could be more clear that she's actually their mother than that. Period. Tanurabana, the morning's of Brisa, goes till the bottom line. Starts here. Um, if the man uh, claims he comes back to town after many years, and says, uh, I uh, married a woman overseas, so, well, we didn't check out the woman, therefore, um, he has to bring a uh, uh, proof for the um, for the woman that she is A-OK, genealogically fit. Uh, but no proof would be necessary for the little kids. Once again, the little kids are... Uh, Hanging out with their mother is pretty clear she's their mother. He would, though, have to bring a proof for the uh, older ones, because it's the nature of older children, not necessarily to hover around their mother, but not for the little ones. When is all of that? That's where he claimed he married one woman. However, if 
he uh, he only comes back with one. And he told us, though, that he actually uh, was married to two women, and uh, one of them died, and uh, this is the woman who's remained alive, my wife, and uh, these are a bunch of children, maybe Raya al-Ha'isha ve'alabonim. Al-Gadonim al-Gatan, he has to bring uh, proof for all of them. He has to proof, bring proof for the woman, because we don't know who she is, and the kids, the Chedeshir would be, even if the kids are are little ones and they're karuch, around whoever this woman is, we cannot assume that they are her biological children. It could be they were children of the other wife that he had, that he claims passed away, and uh, simply being brought up by their uh, father's uh, wife made them have sort of like a child relationship, a child-mother relationship. That's the end of the Bryce. And on the second line of Pe'amad Aleph, first two words, Rabbi Yochanan, we start with Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, two different ways to look at this. Reish Lakish says, that we're going to rely on the fact that if they're small children and they're, they're hovering and always hanging out with that particular woman, that she's their mother, that's only in as much as for let's say, uh, like Truma, will rely on the kids that they're actually hers and, and say that they are not halalan uh, and they're okay to have Truma. Avalayuchasin, if, uh, let's say, there's daughters amongst those children, um, we're not going to, without any other proof, allow those girls to marry Kohanim, like uh, people who could yichas, until uh, there's an actual uh, proof. Avalbiyuchasin loy. That's the way Reish Lakish understands it. Rabbi Yochanan, who we circled Amar, no, we'll rely on that chazaka, that if the kids are hanging out with that lady, that's, uh, we're going to assume that's their mother, even for yichus. This is Rabbi Yochanan going according to reasoning we have heard him say elsewhere, namely that we will rely on a chazaka, that chazaka that the kids hanging out with the woman, that's probably their mother, um, even will go so far as to say even uh, to execute a person for like a, a court-imposed death penalty, and like if we're going to rely on it for that, all the more so for Yichas to say that they're okay for a Kohen. And where do we see that? Well, the Amar of Chiyabaraba, Amar Rabbi Yochanan, I double underline Rabbi Yochanan, he tells us that uh, Chazaka is, is it, it's not as good as like full-fledged testimony, but it's basically just a little bit less good. In other words, it's very, very, very good. And the following three things, number one, Malkin Number two, So let's go over those three points now, and we'll explain each one. Colon. Number one, and I squiggle underline, Malkin uh, We will administer lashes based on Chazaka. Uh, so Chazaka must be pretty strong. Where do we see that? Kid Rav Yehuda. Or Kit Rav Yehuda. Dam Rav Yehuda. The practice was in those days when a woman was nida, she would wear, let's say, a red uh, red garment, and, and at no other time would a woman ever wear a red garment unless she was a nida, and therefore, if it was uh, clear that she was a nida, like all of her uh, neighbors in town knew that she was a nida, then if her husband has relations with her, which he's not supposed to be doing when she's a nida, he'll, we'll actually give him malchus. Do we know she's a nida? No, but that chazaka that was established uh, by her wearing red was uh, good enough. Comma. Uh, number two, I squiggle underline these four words. Cycling v'sorfin alachazakos. That's pretty extreme. We will even, as a court, uh, administer a, a death penalty of skila or sreifa based on chazaka. Where do we see that? Well, kid, Rabbi Baravuna. I'm Rabbi Baravuna. If you have, let's say, moves into town, a man, a woman, and a little boy and little girl, basically they look like a family. Ish v'isha, tinoik v'tinoik. Now we don't know for sure that they're married, because they didn't get married here, and we don't even know that these kids are necessarily their kids, but that's, they showed up, and they're living like a family. 
So, ish ve'isha tinek ve'tinek shehigdilu b'seicha bayis, they all are living in the same house. If it turns out that that man has relations with his daughter, or that woman has relations with her son, niskalin zalza v'nisrafin zalza, will actually give um, skila uh, if the uh, son has relations with the woman who supposedly is his mother, and nisrafin zalza, if the uh, supposed father has relations with the supposed daughter. Now, we don't know for sure that they're the mother and father and the children, but we'll rely on Chazaka that they are so much so that the court will actually administer a death penalty. Kama, Amr Shimon ben Pazi, Amr Shimon ben Levi, Mishum bar Kapara. Mice, it once happened, Be'isha, Shabbas, Yerushalayim. She once showed up in Yerushalayim. I didn't really know who she was. Then she had this uh, little kid, Atinek Murkav La'al Kesefa, riding up on her uh, shoulders. And uh, the assumption was that was her son, Vehig de and she brought him up. Ubala, and at some point he had relations with her, Vehivium Lebes in Usekalum. And uh, the witnesses, I guess, brought them to uh, the uh, the court and uh, gave them skila, which is uh, pretty intense. Slomimnesha binavada. Now, it's not that they knew for sure that the child was hers, but. It was good enough, that the kid was like always hanging around with her, which is pretty clear indication. Otherwise, that's a chazaka, that this uh, child is her child. Kama, the third issue, though, number three, and I squiggle in the line these five words, uh, we will not go ahead and actually burn truma based only on a chazaka. Okay. Dama of Shimon Lakish, Anderland Reish Lakish, Sarfin ala chazakais. And Rabbi Yochanan, who underlined Amar, Ein Sarfin. Okay, Malach Lokas, but uh, it's Rabbi Yochanan who says that we will not be Sarif. In other words, just based on a Chazaka, that something that the Trumas probably Tame, we're not going to go ahead and burn it. If we know for sure it is, what do you do with Truma that you know for sure is uh, Tame, you have to burn it. Kamavazulitamayu and. Uh, Reish Lakish and Yochanan are going according to reasoning we have heard them say elsewhere. It's about, it takes 10 lines or so to develop this point, so it says the Gemara. Uh, Dits not. We have a um, Mishnah in, uh, says like this. It goes for a word, two lines, in other words. Machlokas Rabbi Meir and the Chachamim. Tinaik Shinimsa Bitsad Ha'isa. Let's say there's a dough and uh, you find a little kid um, next to it. Ubatsek Biyadoi. And, uh, ooh, he's got some of that dough in his hand, so he definitely touched the dough. This is going to be, well, was the kid Tahor or Tame? Well, Rabbi Meir, who we boxed, Mitahir, he will say that the dough remains will be uh, Tahor. And the Chachamim, who we boxed, Mitamin, they will say that it is Tame. Why? Why are they saying that the dough is Tameh? It's the way of uh, little kids, maybe little boys, to play in the garbage heaps and uh, the dead animals and the creepy crawlies and the shkatsim and ramasim. Uh, that's the end of the snake source connector. We ask, uh, will uh, my time de Rabbi Meir? Question mark. Uh, Underline Rabbi Meir's name. What's Rabbi Meir's reasoning that he said that we'll assume the dough is tar? We know the kid touched the dough because he's got some dough in his hand. Why would it be Tommy? Well, this is the way Rabbi Meir looks at it. And remember, we see throughout Shasta, Rabbi Meir is the one who is chayshesh for the mute. In other words, the mute has significance more so to Rabbi Meir than it does usually. So, what's the reason Rabbi Meir? Kasavar, he holds like this Was the kid playing around in the trash heaps with the nevelos and the shrutzim? Well, rov tinoikos metafrin. Most uh, little uh, boys certainly do that. Umiut ain metafrin. There are some who don't, but they're definitely a minority. Kama veisa becheskas tara imedes. What was the last known status of the dough? It was tara. It was fine. And therefore, well, the kid's got some dough in his hand. 
Should we say the dough is now Tameh or not? Well, smaich miuta lechazaka, join together the miuta little kids who don't touch uh, tummy things, which would mean that the dough would still be okay, and together with the chazaka that um, the dough last we knew was totally tahor, and Israeli ruba, that rove of that most kids do touch uh, tummy creepy crawlies and make themselves tummy. Uh, that is weakened isra, like from the ra, it, 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 it weakens the rove. Okay, that's Rabbi Meir. Kama, the Rabbanon, I don't know the Rabbanon, question mark. What's their reasoning? Well, and this is the Rabbanon, Lashita Sam, that unlike Rabbi Meir, they don't really give um, significance to the mute. They say miuta, when there's only a mute of something, Kabandalesa dummy. It's basically look at it as though it's not there. In which case, what do you have? You have a rove in one corner versus a chazaka in the other. What happens when it's rove versus chazaka? Ruba adif. The rove is what uh, is victorious, and the rove, rove of kids are tame, and therefore we have to assume the dough is tame. Kama. I'm a Reish Lakish. Here's now where we're going to see Reish Lakish Rabbi Yochanan. I circle with Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish says, Mishum Rabbi Yishia, Zuhi, this is the case of uh, Truma Shesor Finalah Es HaTruma, where we will go ahead and actually burn the Truma. Uh, this is a Chazaka that's strong enough that we will burn Truma. Uh, the Chazaka, in other words, like, it's funny to call it the Chazaka, but the that Rove Tinaikis, you're going to sort of the vast majority of little boys are probably uh, Tame. And we will uh, touch us, uh, the dough in this case, and it's truma will burn the uh, truma. And therefore, when the Chachamim said in the above Tanaic source about six lines ago, mitame, that means tame, like really tame, so much so that you'll burn truma uh, based on that. Whereas Rabbi Yochanan, who we circled Amar, ain zu chazaka la truma. This is not. So interesting to call it chazaka. It's basically not the chazaka, basically the rove. And therefore, when the chachamim, um, about seven lines ago in the Tanaic source, had said mitamin, what they mean is that you, it's tame, but tame, not to go ahead and burn it, but tame and litlays. You have to uh, just keep it uh, hanging uh, as far as what the uh, clear halacha is. So then, what would be according to Yochanan a chazaka? The Yochanan should serve unless a truma. Well, Kedisanya, like that which we've seen in the following, almost three-line uh, brysa. Uh, it starts here. It says Kid, it's not, it might be a Mishnah, there's uh, another gear that's a brysa. Isa, what's the case over here? Isa Besei Chabayis. You have in the uh, in the house, you have uh, a dough, and there are Shratzim Utsfardim Metaplin Sham, and all sorts of, now, they both might seem icky to us, but Shratzim are the only things that are uh, tame at Sfardeim, like uh, frogs, are, are not uh, Tame. Uh, there's little pieces, I don't know, toes or body parts. It could be maybe even that they're they're shedding their skin. And, and you look in the dough, and uh, pieces of Sheretz and Sfardea are metapel there. Benimsa chatichais biisa. You find uh, some sort of like pieces of reptile there, and you, you don't know is it the Shratzim, which would make it Tame, or is it Sfardeas, which would not? Well, what do you do over here? Colon im I squiggle under the word im im rev shrotsim. If most of the things that are found in this house are uh, creepy crawly shrotsim, in other words, that they're tame creatures, then you assume that the dough is tame. Uh, comma im rev I squiggle under the word im. If they're uh, mostly uh, uh, frogs, for the im, then tahira. Okay, and, and that's um, 
a chazaka that you would burn if the chazaka is based on that the majority of things in this house are shrotzim, you would go ahead and uh, it would be tmeh and burn it. Tanya kavasi de Rabbi Yochanan, with a brysa like Rabbi Yochanan, who had said that the metamin uh, up above means litlois, that you uh, put it in this limbo uh, state. Here is one brysa, then we'll have another brysa, and the two of them together uh, certainly support Rabbi Yochanan. So here's the first brysa, it goes for just over two lines. Shnei there's two things, ein bahem das li shoel. Um, that when it comes to some sort of issue of tumor that might or might not have happened, if it's a person who's involved, you can ask him, hey, Bob, what happened? However, if it's Ainboy Dasli Shal, that you can't ask either it's an inanimate object or the person there is too little, like a you know, one-year-old who's not going to be able to tell you what happened. Ain Bahem. So there's two things that don't have Dasli Shal. The Asom Chachamim, however, the rabbis viewed a scenario where they were involved in the suffix ke mashiyesh behem dasi shal, as though they have dasi shal. What's the difference when you have a case of suffix tuma? Well, if you're dealing with something that you can't ask, it would be tahor, even the Rishul Sayachid. However, if you're dealing with something that you can ask, like a normal adult human being, then the suffix of tuma and Rishul Sayachid would be Tame. Even though these two things you can't ask, uh, we still view the suffix in the Rishus HaYachid of uh, a Tuma issue will be Tame. Um, and what are these two things? Tinoik Ve'oidacheres. Little kid and one other thing. That's the end of the Tanaic source. So, in notes the Gemara, Tinoik Hadamran. That's what we had uh, said of above when it comes to the uh, Little kid. I put that in right angles. What's the other scenario where even though um, you would say that there ain't Das Lishal, but you view it as though it is Das Lishal? Well, uh, the following is the next source, which goes from here until the first word on the second line of Amabes. Uh, let's say there's, uh, again, you have a dough. Uh, that is uh, in the house. Uh, and there's some uh, roosters there, and there's some tame liquid. Okay, what could have gone wrong? Well, the roosters could have, uh, they, could have they, they could have drank some of the water, and then with their beaks still dripping wet, um, they could have gone and pecked at the dough, which would make it tummy. The nimtsu, and when you look at the dough, you find uh, nikurum nikurum, there's all sorts of like beakers or peckers or, or clear indication that the uh, the bird was pecking at it, uh, but in the dough. What do you do? Toilin! I double underline the word toilin. You put it in this uh, limbo state. Lo ochlin, you can't eat it because it might be tummy. On the other hand, since you don't know for sure, veloy surfin, you don't go ahead and burn it. Rashi says on the top line, toilin. Toilin im isazu shel truma. If this isa happens to be a truma loaf. By the way, if it's a chulin loaf, you can eat it betuma. But a truma has to be, by definition, has to remain tahor. Chayshin, uh, and so here we're concerned, shemashasu tarnagolim, that maybe the, the, um, the chickens, the roosters, they ate from mimashka natsmeim, from the tame drink, and be'oida mashka teifeach bechar tumeim nakru be'isa. While the their their beaks were still uh, dripping wet with that liquid, uh, they pecked at the dough, and uh, then it would have made it tame. Now here's the main point: umidakamar shnei dvarim halalu. Like we said in the Tanakh source at the bottom of the previous Amud, that there's these two things, Asaum, they made them, Kamishesh Mutasi Shal, as though it's something you could ask. The uh and in one of them we'll see uh, uh, right now, we just saw it in the first line, that Toilin Michal the Tinoik also is a case of Toilin, and that would support uh Rabbi Yochanan. Um 
That's the end of the next source. I'm Rabbi Shuvah Levi. We underline his name. Loishan, he comes to qualify the case that the liquid in question has to be mashkin levanim, some sort of uh, like white uh, drink where it is pretty clear that if the chicken or the rooster uh, pecked at the dough with the white liquid, you wouldn't be able to see it, and that's why we have this concern. If it's a red liquid, if the um, chicken or uh, rooster went and pecked at the dough with the red liquid still on it, made the idea it would clearly be there, like be red spots on the dough, and, and there's not, that would be good enough proof that that didn't happen. The Gemara has Vidilma, Balasin, who, Isa, but maybe even if it did peck at the dough, the you know, nature of dough is it will absorb, and if it was just a tiny little bit of, uh, of, of red liquid, it could be that it uh, absorbed into the dough. Well, I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says the following, Davarzeh Shamaret Bribi, uh, the great one. In other words, Shubin Levi, we just had him on the second line. He, he um, said this. You heard this. And, and there's like no understanding of it. Well, what do you mean? There's no question here. The case here is where the uh, red liquid was a very uh, clear, thin liquid, like a, uh, like a petel, a uh, very watered down petel. Um, it has to be the type that where, uh, let's say it was in a bowl, basically a, a, a water-like uh, liquid, except it's red, uh, you'd be able to see your reflection in it, that the, the reflection of a little kid could be uh, discernible. Aval mashkim ahurim, let's say, think uh, V8. Should have had a V8. Uh, V8, uh, or like tomato juice, where if you look into a, a bowl of tomato juice, you're not going to see your reflection. Lo, that would not be the case. Says the Mishnah, Lo yisyachid adam im nashim. Um, the, uh, in general, men and women, um, if it's your wife, great, there's your daughters or mother, but in general, there is a attraction, a physical attraction, and therefore to, uh, avoid, um, possible, uh, difficult, challenging situations, we have this thing called Yichud. Yichud is going to seclusion, and you cannot, a, a single man is not allowed to, um, be uh, secluded with two, uh, women, uh, if it's one woman, then yes, she could be in a secluded area with two men. The um, basic difference between men and women, if, if one woman is going to, uh, uh, let's say, uh, give in to that man and uh, act uh, sexually improperly, um, the other one is more likely to follow along as opposed to when you have two men that um, they're less likely to do that. Reb Shimon, who we boxed on mirror, af ish echad mesiachim nashim. Reb Shimon says, no, no, you can even have uh, one uh, man with uh, two uh, women. Bizman she As long as uh, along with the man is the man's wife. In other words, man's wife is gonna gonna be there and make sure that uh, there's nothing wrong. They could actually all check into the same hotel room. A uh, man and his wife and a couple other ladies. Because uh, the nature of a wife is that she will uh, watch over her husband. Um, period. Misyachid adamim imoy, a man can uh, be in a uh, secluded with his mother, v'imbitar, with his daughter, even though they're close relatives and there's a uh, horrible punishment, v'yashinimon uh, And you can even, uh, like a, a, a young daughter with her father or a young son with her mother, uh, I believe they used to sleep those days without clothes on, so they could even sleep uh, right up next to each other. V'im higdilu, however, if the little boy or little girl uh, have now grown up, uh, they can still sleep in the same bed, but they'd have to be 
I guess in their in their pajamas or separate sheets. Zu yishana biksusa, veze yashan biksusai. The uh, the woman, whether it's the mother or the older daughter who's with the father, um, they basically have to be covered. Um, no kiruv basar. Ask the Gemara, my taima that you can't have uh, one man in Yichud with uh, two women the same way you can have one woman with two men. Well, Tanav Eliyahu, because of an essential difference in the nature of men and women, Hoyovinoshim, Da'atan Kalois Alehen. Um, everyone to translate, you can, but it's the way Rashi explains the, the result of that is that it's easier for one man to seduce two women than it is for uh, one woman to seduce two men, period. Minani Mili, where do we uh, know this from? Well, uh, not that this is a proof, but it's a rem, as we have a hint to this concept uh, of Yichud being minhatayra, deoraisa minayin, shneamar, pasuk in Dvarim, and the Pasuk is talking about um, some relative um, uh, being maces a person, uh, seducing a person um, to uh, go and, and, uh, and, and, and do idolatry. So the context in which it's uh, mentioned in the Pasuk is, Ki asischa achicha ben imecha. When you are led astray um, by your brother, the son of your mother. Now we know a standard brother is the son of your mother and the son of your father. Here from the fact that it says son of your mother, it means only son of your mother. And that's the way the Pasuk describes uh, how this um, hasata would uh, take place. Now, why would it only be one's half-brother from a similar mother? V'chi ben aim mesis, the son of your mother is somebody who would try to lead you astray. Ben av enoi mesis, but the uh, son of your Father, in other words, you share the same father, would not. Ella, well, uh, we learn from this, Pasuk, something that actually has nothing to do with the context of the Pasuk. Ella Loimerlach, a Ben, a son, can have Yichud with his mother. However, it would be forbidden if the type of uh, hetra that we're giving is with one's mother. It must be that every other type of error. Okay, that's uh, quite a jump from the Pashup shot of the Pasuk. Well, let's get back to the Pashup shot. Gemara wants to know now. How would you give like a literal Pashup translation, shot translation? Well, Amr Abaye, the Pasuk, when it mentions that one's. Brother from a similar mother might try to seduce you to idolatry. It's a lomi baya kamar. I don't even have to tell you a brother from a similar father. And here's how it goes: colon lomi baya. The pasuk doesn't even have to mention ben av that if the um, half brother who's trying to uh, lead somebody astray towards idolatry it shares just the same father. Well, there if they share just the same father, well, when that father pops off, they're all going to have to be sharing the inheritance. In other words, it's an intrinsic dislike, potentially, that uh, this um, half-brother has. Desanile, he hates him, and therefore he would give him bad advice. Yeah, go uh, bow down to that getchka. And this is why the Pasuk mentions a Benay. Even if the one who's uh, trying to get you to worship idolatry is a brother from the same mother, Delosanile, who there's no inheritance issues that he's going to lose out on because they each inherit their separate from their separate fathers. Aim, I might have thought to say, Tsayisle. Well, listen, uh, maybe he's got good advice. Kamash Milan, we don't say that. 
The Gemara asks a question, takes about five lines to develop, starts here. Name a Masnis in Delo Kabashal. Should we say our Mishnah is not like the following uh, Abashal opinion that we see in this Brisa, Desanya? Gemara brings a slightly over three line Brisa and says like this. We know that normally uh, a human being dies, we give them great honor. Um, however, if that human being is less than 30 days old, it's not necessarily considered that it was a viable uh, life. That's, by the way, the reason we do Pinjin Aben only after day 30, because at that point we consider the uh, newly born boy to be um, a viable life. Let's say a kid dies after, like, it was born 10 days later, 20 days later. So, if it's less than 30 days, um, if the child uh, passes away, you don't have to even have a coffin. You just have the mother carry him out in her uh, chest. Um, you only need three people there. Uh, it could even be one woman and two men. But not, those three people shouldn't be um, one man and two women. In other words, those same halacha of Yichud that we saw in the mission would apply even though this is a very solemn and sad occasion of burying the deceased little kid, or the deceased little uh, pre-30-day-old baby. Abba Shal, who we boxed on here, says, no, uh, I'm talking about a, like a little mini-funeral procession here. Three people can actually be one man and two women, even though they're going to go way off into the uh, out of town in the cemetery, where is essentially a Yichud scenario. So, bottom line, that's the end of the text. Or should we say that our Mishnah uh, is not like Abba Shal? Our, 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 our Mishnah had said, uh, you can't have one man with two women, that's a Yehud uh, problem. Abashal seemed to say that would be okay. So the Gemara responds, Afilutema Abashal, no, 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 our Mishnah could still be according to Abashal. Kama, Abashal is saying his din when they're in a funeral, and that's a very uh, sad uh, time, a sad place, and essentially a person's normal uh, drive towards uh uh, negative results, known as the Yetzirah, Bishas Aninus, during a time of mourning, Tover Yitzre, a person's uh, Yetzirah is um, smashed. Kama, Verabanan, and on the Rabbanan, uh, what would they say to this? Verabanan, Sarvi, they hold like Rabbi Yitzchak. Dam Rabbi Yitzchak, he quotes a Pasuk in Eicha, Mayis Oinein, Adam Chai, Gever Al Chataav. Mayis Oinein, like what is the, what's the benefit of um, aninus, that's Yisoyinein, of like the morning for a person to rely on it, that uh, he doesn't have to worry about his Yetzer. As long as he's an Adam Chai, as long as he's alive, um, he has to be strong against that uh, oh-so-cunning uh, internal uh, challenge known as the Yetzerah, Gever, like strong, he has to be stronger th- on that which would lead him to uh, sin. Which we darshan to me. Now, filu b'shasani nu soy shaladim. Even when a person is like mourning over a close uh, deceased relative, yitzray misgaber alav. It could be, and he's got to watch out for this. That his yitzray might get the better of him. Vabashol, Andrew and Abashol. He uh, obviously learns this pasuk in Eicha differently. He would tell you that he ksiv hahu when that pasuk was written. It's a different thing that's going on there. It's referring to a misraim al midoisav ksiva, a person who misraim is like uh, raises a, a ruckus. He he complains about the nature of the things that Hashem is having uh, causing to happen to him. The hachikamer and what the pasuk Necha is essentially saying is Hashem's looking back at that uh, person and saying like, "What are you complaining about, buddy?" My yisraim al midoisav yisraim. Um, why are you like making a, a fuss about those things that are 
happening to you because of my way of dealing with you. Are you perfect and you've you've mastered any potential sins? Dayo chayim shenasati lo. It's enough. I let you live. What are you complaining about? That's the way Abashal understands the pasuk. Virabanan. And we uh, underline the Rabbanon, what would their uh, response to this be? Uh, indeed, it's true. Ki hahu maisa, however, we're not really concerned about if it's a real dead baby that they're taking out to bury. The concern is that there might be some cunning characters who will claim that she's taking her dead baby out, even though it's not really a dead baby, and she'll be able to get way out of town with uh, a couple uh, uh, fellas or two ladies and one fellow, and uh, go fool around out of town in the cemetery, and that's what we're concerned about. Rabbanon, Akiu Maisa, like the uh, event that actually once happened, Dehahiyatita, there was a woman, Dehaveuvda, Veafikte, which Rashi says, um... The Rabbanon, it's about six lines before the lines get wide in the Rashi. Afilu tavar Even if you want to say the person's Yitzhak is not there, what's the concern? Not that if it's a real funeral, that is Yitzhak will get over him, uh, take the better of him. Rather, Yitzhak, the concern is, there actually is no mourning over a dead baby, because there is no dead baby. And they kind of make it look as though they're transporting a uh, dead baby. And they uh, go out because they want to... Uh, they want to have relations with each other uh, far away from everyone else in that uh, Yichud place called a cemetery. Adkan.